Satnam and welcome. I'll give you all a few moments to join us. Welcome and thank you so much for being here, Satnam. Happy, happy moon day to all of you. Welcome and thank you for joining us. We're just gonna give everyone a few moments to join us here as we get ready to start. Satnam, good morning. Good morning and thank you so much for being here, Satnam. Welcome, welcome and happy moon day to each and every one of you. What if I told you that instead of you focusing on trying to heal your relationship, that if you refocus that energy to healing yourself, that you would actually get to the root cause. Well, today on the Sovereign Woman Movement show, we're going to be talking about how I myself healed my self-worth, which then healed the relationship with myself and healed the relationship with others. Satnam, and thank you so much for being here. I am Jyotira Tipkor, and I help women entrepreneurs just like you overcome their self-worth issues by self-realizing how worthy they are in order to heal their romantic relationships through kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy and this beautiful goddesses is our movement beautiful women like you taking their sovereignty back by learning how to self-heal satnam and thank you so much for being here god morning luca how are you god morning thank you for being here diane lizzie i love you all so much happy monday i am really excited to be back this week last week i took the entire week off a few of you messaged me and asked me if i would still be doing the lives and I, being a Capricorn, usually don't quit. Like, it doesn't matter what is going on in my life. I just keep going forward and forward and forward. And last week, I think through Satna, I'm learning how to be more kind to myself and more compassionate. Because last week, I just was really not grounded. I was feeling incredibly lost and just out of my body. Uh, on Monday, I attended uh, Guru Jagat's Celebration of Life, which was in Los Angeles. It was in um, this cemetery known as the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And it is, it was a very like crazy place to be in because it was so beautiful and had so much lush greenery. And it almost made you like doubt that you were in a place where, where so much sadness also happened. And I just still could not grasp the idea. And I still can't. There are days that like I wake up and I'm like, did that really happen? Uh, that I grasp the idea that my teacher, that this beautiful soul that I would learn so much from has transcended into this other dimension. So there was a lot of things that I had to face last week within myself, my own existential crisis, my own looking at my own fears about death, about also my focus of what I'm doing with my life. And because of everything that happened last week, it was a, a huge metamorphosis. You know, I've been telling you all, I've been seeing butterflies everywhere and it has not stopped and I can understand now why it's this is a time of, of moving forward especially for women of of stepping out of the cocoon of, of letting our wings truly truly take us to this phase of our life that we truly incarnated to move into and so although it was very very heavy last week with a lot of emotions at the same time, it was very purifying, and it also gave me a lot of clarity. I'm very, very grateful that I have the tools that I do to help me bring me back to my satnam, so I don't stay in these moments of, of, of darkness, of, of grieving, because grieving is valid, ladies. We all should have our own time and space for grieving, grieving someone that passes away, grieving your old self. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with feeling sad. But ultimately, 
how long are you going to stay there? You know, because life is so precious and life is so mysterious. What are you going to do with it? And that's really the, the fire and passion that really arose in me. And this week I'm feeling completely in conviction and my satnam. I'm cleansing and purifying my whole family is they're so cool because they're so supportive and that, you know, they'll do challenges with me on not drinking coffee or not uh, partaking in particular foods to make sure that we're staying in high frequency. So they're holding me accountable. And so we're going into this really deep 40 day cleanse and also just in gratitude because, because of all the adversity that happened last week, I was redirected. I really was shown what I'm here to do, why I'm here to do it, and why it's so important in this time. And it's so interesting because all of this happened right as the first uh, group of women were completing you know, the eight, nine weeks in the Sovereign Woman Academy, which totally just gave me the awareness as to what really is the core purpose of the academy? And it, and as an entrepreneur, you need to understand that you put your gifts out there and you I have a process. The process has never changed. The SWC method of Kundalini Yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. But as a business person and as a, uh, thank God that I have a, a business coach as well, you might have the best product, the best process to help someone heal. But if you cannot articulate in the right words what it is that your process or product does for a human being, then no one's going to buy it and no one's going to understand it. And so one of the things that I learned through these last eight, nine weeks with the beautiful goddesses of the academy is that, yes, we are all suffering from cold depression. Everyone suffers from cold depression right now, whether you're a yogi and meditates or you're not. And the reason that is, is because we are processing more information in one day than we did all of our lifetime a hundred years ago. So our brains need oxygen our traumas right now we are living in a time and space you are seeing a lot of earthquakes you're seeing a lot of different catastrophic events happening with mother earth the reason that is is because the electromagnetic field that protects mother earth just the way we have an electromagnetic field that protects us is changing very rapidly the electromagnetic field of the earth changes when the collective consciousness changes it's actually measured by science by nasa uh, it's known as the 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 it's on the tip of my tongue the schumann resonance the schumann resonance and you can actually research this so what happens is that what is known is that human the the thoughts and feelings and the emotions of humans like you and i they impact and change the vibratory frequency of the electromagnetic field of mother earth the electromagnetic field of mother earth is what protects us from these solar flares from all of these different things that happen in the astros so as it starts to change we change as well our electromagnetic field consists of your karmic ancestral memories and so when the electromagnetic field of Mother Earth shifts because of the technology that is being introduced into the consciousness like 5G and because of the state of consciousness of human beings, you know, our state of consciousness collectively, I don't think we're in a good state collectively. You might be in a great state because you're a meditator, as a sovereign woman, if you're a part of the academy, you're, you're definitely learning all these wise lessons, right? But most human beings are suffering a lot right now. And they're suffering because they're stuck to an old way 
of competition, separation, believing they're separate from God, and really not having reverence for the beautiful things of life, like breath, like being able to look at the sun today and the clouds, right? And so because of that, because human beings are suffering, the emotions, thoughts, and feelings are creating a ripple effect in our own electromagnetic field, which is actually dissolving the the what was holding together all of your subconscious thoughts and patterns so all of these wounds from your ancestors from the traumas you have not processed as a child they're literally playing themselves out so people are not afraid of a pan a pandemic or a virus what really they're afraid of is those taught thought patterns those traumas that they haven't processed that, that's why not all of us are experiencing the world in the same way. Some of us, especially if you're a sovereign woman, you're finding reverence, you're finding gratitude, you're finding wisdom, you're finding connection to self, connection to God in a way that you've never found before. And I know that's what's happening with me. And that's why throughout the last week, although I was very heavy with emotions and I was grieving and I was crying, I was also listening. I was listening to the signs of the universe. And what I realized is that women specifically yes they may be suffering with cold depression which is what's happening in the world right now but there's a trigger there's a reason why we are also suffering it with that at, at a bigger scale and that has to do with our relationships ladies and the thing is especially as it relates to romantic relationships if you are in a romantic relationship where there's toxicity and there has not been forgiveness from something that happened in the past you are interacting and engaging with this human being on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you're not dealing with it and processing it, what you're doing is you're creating more karma. So you're creating more of the same experiences, feelings, and emotions that keep us trapped. And when we are in unconscious relationships, ladies, and I'll explain a little bit about what a twin flame karmic and soulmate are, we cannot focus it i know the most i remember myself when i was healing my marriage you know i i'm a capricorn i'm a doer i i get shit done i don't let anything get in my way i i move forward and i climb the mountain but yet when i was going through the process of healing my own relationship with myself first which we're going to talk about today and when I was discovering all of these things that had happened in our relationship from the past, that took me out of my truth. I couldn't focus on my business as well. I couldn't be present for my kids the way I knew I should have been. I couldn't really choose the right foods to eat. I couldn't, I was just completely a mess because there were so much turbulence happening with my significant other who I had to deal with and face every single day. And the truth is, is that if we don't, it, most of us look at fixing the relationship. But the story that I want to tell and share with you all today is that when I healed my own self-worth, that's when the relationship healed. And especially if you're in a twin flame situation, this is very true. And if you want to get out of a karmic relationship, this is also very, very true. So let's talk a little bit. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on explaining to you all what a twin flame, what a soulmate, and what a karmic relationship. I'll just give you a quick overview. And then we're going to talk about how self-worth plays a very huge role in healing these relationships and healing a relationship with yourself, which will then heal all the relationships. So very quickly, twin flames. Twin flame relationships are basically, and give me just one second. 
I just wanted to put the the air a little bit down because now you're going to be listening to me like if I'm in an industrial um, factory. So the thing about twin flames is that twin flames are basically relationships where there are two souls that literally split up and you happen to find yourself back here in this incarnation. And the purpose with the twin flame relationship is enlightenment. It's spiritual awakening. And the reason that is, is because that other individual mirrors you at every, in every way. So in essence, what you're seeing in that individual is what you're seeing in you and vice versa. Versus a soulmate relationship, you know, soulmate relationships, we can have many soulmates, right? But they're not the same soul. There are two different souls that join together. And soulmate relationships can be very beautiful. They can lead you to higher awareness. Whereas twin flame relationships, you typically have a very turbulent relationship there are extreme highs as well as extreme lows and there's also some phases that you go through you meet the twin flame then you depart you actually split up and typically it's because of the lack of inner work and then if you are doing the inner work you meet again and you reunite but then even after that, there's a quarantine phase where during the quarantine phase, this is a time for you to heal yourself, not focus on the relationship. And then even after the quarantine phase, if you still are in a twin flame relationship, you think the work is done. That's where it's just beginning because you yourself now have to consistently stay conscious in the relationship because if you truly would have healed you would have realized that that other person is you meaning you don't go unconscious anymore you don't play the game of karma you don't point the finger you don't accuse betray or are abusive because ultimately you know that you are doing that to yourself and in the karmic relationship this is when you know you have a karmic relationship now karmic relationships come and they teach us a lot and when you think about karma Karma, in essence, is an experience that you have to keep learning because you don't learn the lessons of, of love, typically. So if there are situations and people that keep coming into your life that keep showing you adversity, challenges, problems, then really that relationship serves a purpose to teach you that what you're seeking is inside of you. And you know that it's a karmic relationship when, if you start the healing journey, that other individual is triggered and does not want to do the healing journey with you, then you know that that's a karmic relationship versus a twin flame relationship. Even if you're separated, if you began the healing journey and then the twin, the other soul, half of the soul decides that they also want to do the healing journey with you, or they want to do their own healing journey because the quarantine phase after you come back together is about them doing their own healing. Then you know you're in a twin flame relationship. And the purpose of a twin flame relationship is for unconditional love. It's, it's to be an example for the world of how to overcome yourself, how to overcome adversity and still learn forgiveness. And then as the relationship heals and you move beyond the quarantine phase, what happens is that you become incredibly powerful in this world. The polarities of this world, the darkness and the light, the darkness does not want twin flames to unite and to forgive themselves and to have unconditional love. Because when two individuals 
that our twin flames forgive themselves and, and move into what is known as the holy relationship in A Course in Miracles, which is love without any conditions, love without any expectations, you can manifest anything in this world. You can manifest whatever it is you're seeking, your dharma, whether it's uh, wealth, whether it's buildings, houses, projects, whatever that is, when two people have healed themselves and they come back together and forgive each other because ultimately what happens is that they realize that the other person was acting out of their level of consciousness and so were you, instead of blaming, then that becomes a very powerful union in this 3D reality. Now, why is self-worth so important? And please listen to this part because this is the most important part of the journey. Self-worth is crucial in especially healing a twin flame relationship, even if you're just with a soulmate or a romantic relationship or whatever that is, because if you are obsessed about the individual, if you are obsessed about helping the individual, which is really you just bypassing your own healing, you just want to you want a project. A lot of women want projects and men because they don't want to deal with what's really going on inside. But if you are obsessed about that person, if you are not focused on your healing, that person will feel it. And that person will move farther and farther and farther away from you. And I know this is really difficult because twin flames usually go through so much that there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of wounds, right? And so typically when a woman has been betrayed or a woman has gone through a lot of pain with an individual, instead of, you know, running away or, 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 or having her self-worth where she can set boundaries, she becomes obsessed. She becomes obsessed as to why this person did this. What's wrong with me? Why didn't he love me this way? And all these things where in fact, that energy is what's creating the separation even more. So if you don't deal with your own self-worth issues, what's going to happen is that that twin flame will never, you'll never unite back with that twin flame or even worse, you're going to keep attracting karmic relationships, emotionally unavailable men, men that do not commit. Why don't they commit to you? The reason that they don't commit to you is because the only way a man commits, and there's studies on this, I think it was Guru Jagat who had spoken about a study that where they showed that the number one reason why men or women or whatever in the other side commit to a relationship is based on how that other person made them feel. Because the purpose of relationships, ladies, is for you to magnify what's good in the other person, for the other person to magnify what's good in you. And we don't do that. The reason we don't do that is because we carry inner child traumas and wounds. And we carry these inner child traumas and wounds that are programs that show us to focus on only the bad in that individual or only play out our own inner child wounds. So we use that relationship so that we can continue to create the cortisol and adrenaline that um, stress produces in the body because we're so addicted to it. So what happens is that we, instead of focusing on healing ourselves and changing the program that's happening inside that keeps attracting these karmic relationships, that what happens is that we are then taught through these relationships, through pain, how to find what we're seeking inside of us. And that's what self-worth is. 
self-worth is knowing that nothing that you're seeking is outside of you, that it's right here. That's what sovereignty is as well. So as it relates to relationships, it is pretty uh, crucial, important. It's, it's um, for me, it became such an incredible tool to know what type of relationship I was in. Was I in a karmic relationship? Was I in a twin flame relationship? Or was this my soulmate? Because once I found out that my husband was my twin flame, then I was able to really step up my own self-realization, my own self-worth, my own psychotherapy on steroids so that I could stop creating more karma and learn to forgive him because ultimately I wanted forgiveness from myself to myself. You know, if you want to be forgiven, you have to learn to forgive others as well, right? And then when you get to the point of realizing that you have forgiven yourself, you realize that there's really nothing to forgive, that everything in your past happened the way it needed to happen. And that if you never dealt with the war that was happening within, that nothing in your life would change. So for me, all of this has happened, especially with the Sovereign Women Academy. It's been, you know, I have been running away from this because it was very painful for me to heal the relationship with myself and then the relationship with my husband. I mean, we're at a point in our lives where we've been married for 23 years and I haven't loved him more than I love him today. I truly, truly believe that he himself has completely transformed and changed this way I have. And he has his own practice, his own meditation practice every day. And I remember when I began my healing journey, he was incredibly ready to start his healing journey as well. I never once opposed it. It doesn't mean that we didn't have a lot of turbulence because really, I think for us, it was starting back in 2015 when we went to the Peruvian jungle. And we drank Mother Ayahuasca. We had ceremony with her. That's when the healing journey began. Mother Ayahuasca was just the beginning. The real work and the turbulence happened afterwards. And then when Kundalini Yoga came into my life and we started practicing a specific meditation, that's when it all really started to come out into the light. That's when the really healing started to happen. And to get to a point, you know, especially after 23 years and who knows how many thousands of lifetimes where you, I have more love for him, more respect for him than any time in our marriage is incredible. And to also feel protected, to feel independent but protected by another individual to have no expectations to have no codependency or also the other issue that I used to have which was I was a complete runner you know I, instead of being codependent if something went wrong I would just want to end the relationship and, and run away or even worse when things started to get really good I would self-sabotage it and, and look for things that uh, would create the drama. See, but with the work that I teach and the work that we do inside of the academy, you become your own parapsychologist. You become your own awareness. And when you do this work, you just can't, you have to stop, you just stop lying to yourself. You stop lying to yourself about the stories you tell yourself, what you identify with, uh, what you do with your day and the actions that you take. And so all of us have an opportunity to heal. And when we heal, and especially when we change how we see ourselves as it relates to worthiness, everything around us heal. And I can tell you that because just from some of the few statements of some of the women that recently have gone through the academy and all of this having to do with the relationship they had to heal with themselves. You know, one of the things that one of the uh, beautiful goddesses that really, really opened my heart was how important it was to change those subconscious programs so that they wouldn't keep replicating these situations in their life and what she said here is 
specifically, I am so grateful for Veronica and this academy. I have released many old patterns and thought processes. The meditations along with the community support have been key to all the breakthroughs. Another woman, I feel I've gained a lot of confidence because of the academy. Another woman, wow, I don't even know where to start. Brings tears to my eyes just thinking about it. I'm so freaking proud of myself, what I've accomplished so far. When I first started, I wasn't sure how all this was going to help me, but I trusted the process from the very beginning. And now I am excited for the future. When I first joined the academy, I was in a very toxic relationship. Didn't really have a life with my partner. I was voiceless. My opinion didn't really matter. I kept repeating the same stories all the time, playing the victim, and I was perfectly okay with that. Now I can speak up for myself and have deep conversations with my partner. I couldn't do that before. I'm aware that I created this mess, and now it's my responsibility to get out of it. It wasn't easy at all, let me tell you. Another woman, joining the Sovereign Women Academy has been one of the best decisions of my life. I feel already reconnecting with myself, listening to what I need. I am ready to continue the journey with Kundalini Yoga. This program and these women truly brought me back to life. These are some of the testimonials of some of the women that have gone through the program. And I wish I could tell you like all of them healed their romantic relationship. But the truth is, is that half of them healed their romantic relationship, but half left the relationship. So half realized perhaps that it is a karmic relationship that they needed to set boundaries. Or perhaps this other half is in that separation stage because that's exactly what happened with me and my husband. You know, back in 2013, we went through a separation, a six month separation where we had to really do some deep, serious inner work and really reflection as to how we were like the problem here, each of us not blaming each other. And then we got back together in 2013 uh, late 2013 and since then has it has been a healing journey and I can tell you now getting here in 2021 we were past the quarantine phase thank god that was like really tough because it forced me to make sure that I was always conscious and of course him as well but it is totally doable because ultimately what it's pointing to is to your own self-worthiness. What it's pointing is to your own spiritual awakening. What it's pointing to is your own self-realization of how amazing you already are and that you don't need anyone outside of you. Even if it is a twin flame, just because they're half your soul doesn't mean you, you have to have them in your life. You know, that's, it's a lot of people are in a twin flame. They met their twin flame, they separated and the twin flames with someone else. This twin flame is with a karmic relationship. And if you're over here needy and codependent and, oh my God, that's the twin flame that I need, that twin flame is going to stick around with that karmic relationship longer than you ever expect and think. Because your neediness, your lack of self-worth, you're not appreciating yourself is what's causing the separation. That's what's causing the separation. So as soon as you start to realize your worthiness, your amazing power, either two things happen. That twin flame comes back and you all unite and you do the work together or another more beautiful, high vibrational relationship comes your way. And that's the, the thought process and the attitude that I took when we got separated back in 2013. It was either like, I'm either going to find someone else that will, and I wasn't looking for someone else, but I, I knew in my heart that I would align with someone else that was in direct alignment with who I was, or this time away was going to help us really reflect 
and hopefully find the worth and understand not to take each other for granted and learn all of these lessons that we actually ended up learning. So healing doesn't always mean I fixed and stayed with the relationship. Healing sometimes means I broke it because it was karmic and it was creating these incredible other bigger problems. But the thing is, is that even if you break the relationship, you have a support system. You have other sisters who have gone through it or are going through it. So you don't feel alone. And so you don't feel afraid. Because I know how difficult it is to step outside of your comfort zone, to, to break something off that has been going on for a long time, even though you know how toxic it can be. So those are very key, important things and aspects of, of healing, you know, the community and the support, plus the specific work. I mean, it's a specific meditation, it's a specific psychotherapy that we're doing inside of the academy that actually helps with that. Rolanda says, um, let me read some of the comments here. Lizzie's in tears. Yeah, Lizzie. These are, these are just like four of the testimonials that, that were shared. And a lot of it um, came back to confidence. Like I found my voice. I'm able to speak my truth now. I'm able to, to really realize how powerful I am. And that in itself is, is everything as it relates to healing anything around you. Yolanda's in tears too. All these testimonies sound like a part of what I went through. Yeah, it's so interesting. But that's why... It's so important, ladies, that we always bring others along the journey with us because we've always, all of us have been there, right? And that's one of the things that needs to be released through. And we do that through the academy, like shame or guilt or feeling less than. Like if you knew what your other sisters went through, you would not feel ashamed or guilty. And that's a very important part of the SWC method community. And also self-worth. I mean, like I shared with you all last week or the week before, community being around conscious community in itself raises your level of self-worth immediately. If you're around other women who are conscious, who are doing the inner work, who are not there to gossip about you, who are not there to talk shit, who are not there to compete, it totally changes your nervous system. It changes your nervous system because if you're around women who see the greatness in them, they're going to see the greatness in you and vice versa. But if you're around women that are not doing the inner work, that are not seeing the greatness in them, they're never going to see the greatness in you. So it's not, don't even take it personal. It's just, that's just the way they're, they're programmed. So um, like Guru Jagat says, a queen sees a, a, the queen in others. To be a queen, you have to see the queen in others. You can't, you can't be, a, especially in the age of Aquarius, there's no one leader. It's a collective consciousness of queens. It's a collective energy of, of community that's raising the frequency of this planet. So absolutely it's, it's crucial and it's, and it does bring a lot of tears and I cried already all last week just to see the transformations and the things that the women went through, because I went through that too. I mean, that's the whole reason I'm teaching it now. It's like, I went through it. I know how painful it was. I know how it stunk. It basically kept me stuck for such a long time. And so I'm very grateful that I was able to find the tools to now be able to create a program to help women realize their self-worth, heal their relationship with themselves, which then heals the relationship around them automatically. And it's not just with your uh, twin flame. We do focus on romantic relationships in the academy. But for me, I mean, it healed the relationship with my mom. It healed the relationship with my kids. I mean, it healed all relationships because you heal a relationship with yourself first. So absolutely. Yolanda says, so grateful for all of you. Great, Veronica. Thank you, Yolanda. I'm so grateful for you. It's so easy to work with women like you that actually show up, do the work and do it enthusiastically. Like you get me so excited every time I see you because it's like, yes, yes. So 
So that's why we do the calls too, ladies. You know, if you're interested in joining the Academy, there's a link in my bio. It actually has changed. Whereas you're not forced to finish. There's eight modules that you go through, but you're not forced to finish them one week at a time. You actually have your own time frame to finish them. You take your time with it because it's not that it takes a lot of time. It's just the psychotherapy work is very deep. And it, it can really challenge you to step outside your comfort zone. And so you now get to finish it at your own pace. You get to be part of the community for as long as the community is open, which we're probably going for a couple of years here, ladies. The key here is that after 120 days, I do check in with you to see how you're doing, to make sure that you're not stuck in any way. And every Monday, you have your coach can call with me every single Monday where we go and address your questions because we get questions from uh, you that are part of the academy, anything that has come up, but also the, the modules, you know, as we're working through the modules, we are addressing the issues inside of the modules. So working through those emotions that basically block us from feeling that lack of level of self-worth. So you're not going to get kicked out in eight weeks anymore. You're going to be part of this community that's going to continue to support you. At 120 days, I check in with you to see how you're doing. And as you finish the modules, a module is released to you next so that you don't feel like you're rushed or you feel like you're um, needing to quick finish. Some, some women do finish in eight weeks. So we have, especially for the first two academies, it was like they were done. And then they became part of the membership and that was uh, as much as I needed. But now I'm seeing because of the level of deep healing work we're doing, especially with this academy, it, it can take a little bit more time, you know, and, and everybody has their own, there's no race, there's no competition, like you don't get a prize if you finish in eight weeks. Uh, you basically, the price you get is your own sanity, your own sovereignty, your own self-healing. So if you're interested in joining us, uh, you can click on the link in the bio. It's Veronica Barraganam.com if you're on Facebook forward slash SWA. It gives you the program details and you can book your call with me. There's a few questions you answer and then we'll do a 15 minute call to look at your situation. And I can tell you really quickly if the academy is a good fit for you or not. I wouldn't lie to you. It takes commitment as far as not, like I said, time, but it takes you being willing and ready. Because if you're not willing and ready, it's going to kick you in the ass. And I wouldn't put you in a situation where I know you wouldn't be able to sustain it. So if you're interested, go to that link in our bio, uh, click on that and set up that call with me. I'll be taking uh, calls again as we move forward with adding new community members. Super excited about this week, ladies, because we're going to get back into it. You know, it wasn't just me. That was like last week. I out of it completely. <laughs> but Lizzie's going to be back here on Friday with me at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And she'll help me fill in the voids, talk a little bit about what's been going on in her life. She went through the academy herself and went through some miraculous experiences that maybe on Friday she'll be able to share with you all. And then Wednesday, I'm really, really pumped. I'm so excited because Wednesday live, and we will be on time, I promise you, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. I have a Shakti Sita, Kundalini Yoga teacher, mentor, coach. Uh, she's actually out of Sedona, Arizona. She has a beautiful, beautiful location, a studio in Sedona, often hosts incredible workshops uh, with the uh, Mayan timekeepers. Just a beautiful soul. I've been wanting to have her on the podcast for some time. She's going to be here on Wednesday at 10 a.m. And we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, women's self-worth confidence. We're going to talk about her journey, how she found Kundalini Yoga very auspiciously, and also talk a little bit more about Guru Jagat and the message that she also left for us as it relates to women, ladies, because this is our time. 
nothing can stop us and nothing should stop us. And the more that we learn to realize our self-worth, do the inner work, self-care, the more that we are going to see that as a reality. So I hope to see you all here again Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time and again Friday 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time as well. Thank you all so much for the hearts. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the great wishes. Diane says, first step in reclaiming your worthiness is finding a community. Mine was Sovereign Women Community Forever Grateful. Thank you, Diane. We're so forever grateful for you our state goddess queen but it is it's the truth ladies we're not we're not like exaggerating this it's it's the reality community and being part of of something bigger than yourself definitely changes the the path and collapses a lot of time so that you can move forward with a lot of conviction and sovereignty i love you all so much i'm so blessed and grateful to have you all in my life thank you for holding space last week while we all transitioned into this new new era and I'm excited to see you all again on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Center Time. Be blessed and have a blessed rest of your week. Set none.